0: Blog Talk
1: Radio, hey guys. This is Jesse uh signing on here tonight for blog talk radio, waiting for our guest host to come on tonight. Kyle is out tonight. He's got a family emergency. We wish him and his family the best and uh we also hope that uh they get everything situated and uh, the Shelby's family also has peace and their family loss, and uh Kyle will be returning. Uh, more than likely Sunday for our next podcast, but our show tonight is going to be myself and Nita. So, Nita, are you here with us tonight?
2: Yep, I sure am.
1: Awesome, awesome. We appreciate you coming on the show, filling in, and giving us your input. I know a lot of our listeners uh, enjoyed our topics last time, and uh, your inputs as well, and we look forward to tonight's episode. But first, as we get started here, I just want to Update everybody. You can find us on Facebook at JK Podcast 101 on Facebook search bar, or you can go on a Twitter handle as at JK Podcast 101. You can also find us on blogtalkradio.com backslash JK Podcast, or you can find us on iTunes, easy as grease at JK Podcast. A lot of JK Podcast going on there. But first and foremost, how you doing, Anita?
2: I'm doing good. You know, we had a little power outage uh, over here for some reason, for we're, we're just a split second, but we're we're good. We're running up. We're we're running. The lights are on, so it's all good. But I saw candles burning, so I don't know. I just like the
1: ambiance. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 well, awesome, awesome. I just want to say hello to you. It's awesome talking to you yet again. And uh, my, oh, yeah, of my lovely of course. wife. Yeah, my lovely wife also told me to tell you hi. She was excited to hear that we would be conversating with the nation and others. Uh,
2: tonight as well. Ah, well, tell okay. your lovely wife I said hello.
1: I shall. I shall. I thought. And uh, first and foremost, I, I just want to say it's awesome um, to be reunited with you. I know we used to host a podcast uh, back in the day, uh, Electric Ambush League, and so I know that we'll probably hit it smooth as usual, like we did back in the day. So. <laughs> Definitely. Well
2: we can oh yeah, we can only try. I'm a little rusty on it, but you know, hopefully I can fill in. It'd be
1: alright. it be alright. You know, we we've always had that good repertoire and uh we always are very passionate about these topics and I know a lot of our listeners loved your input on the last episode, so I'm sure that we'll uh give them something or you'll give yeah. them something <laughs> to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Actually that's something else too, guys. I want to say thank you all. We had a Amazing turnout, uh, 300% growth uh, in our listeners since um, that particular episode, and uh, actually our numbers increased. Our abandonment uh, percentages went down, and uh, we're continuing to grow on the rise in six countries now, so thank you. If I knew all your languages, I would tell you all of them in each, but uh, I think I'll just say the universal uh, you know, message that I think we all know and love. Thank
2: you. <laughs> that is.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what she said, right? <laughs> there we go. And there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I guess we can go ahead and dive right into it. I know we talked a little bit earlier, okay. uh, filling in on some of our topics that we would go into tonight. Um, but first, before I do that, um, I don't know if you saw us I was kind of flipping through Facebook a little bit. And I know we didn't prepare for this or anything, but just a quick, hot, I guess, hot take, if you would. Um, did you know that we have a new continent? That they just found? I just read this, like, maybe 30 minutes ago.
2: Oh, what? (laughs) No. I know, right? No, I I, I did not. Yeah, I'm, uh, no. No, I did not. Enlighten me.
1: Every time. (laughs) I I know, right? Every time I see, like, you know, or hear of a child in school or wanting to know something about homework, I feel that much more dumb. And that sounded really dumb. (laughs) So, uh, you know how, like, in, like, sixth grade, we would all do, like, pre-algebra or something? Well, the kids are, like, doing, like, algebra and all that now and in that grade. And so I feel like they know more than we do by the time they graduate.
2: Um, But the continent
1: is called Zealandia. Did you say Zelandia? You know, that would be a great name for it. (laughs) Um, Everybody on the
2: continent just does blue steel. All day, every day, twenty-four hours. Yeah, you
1: know, um, it's called Zealandia. It's uh, it's it's basically they're saying that you know kids are frequently taught like we were seven continents exist: Africa, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, Europe, and so on. North America, uh-huh. South America, whatever. But this one appears to be taking place like just outside of Japan, going up to like Russia, to the the Bering Sea, and parts of Alaska. Um. So it looks like it's like there's nothing there, like barely anything. Like maybe there's some some change in the continental shift. I I don't know, but I just read about it, it a little does bit. Does it say how
2: of, does it say how big it is?
1: Well you know every like somebody would like to know. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fine.
2: <laughs> wah, wah,
1: wah. <laughs> okay, so apparently uh according to geologists that are frequently ignored because they only know about rocks, right? Um, they're right. saying that uh, they're saying it's about 4.9 million square miles. So mm. that's that's pretty big. And I think they're saying, let's see, it says uh, both parts. Are, so there's two plates. that so they're going to go ahead and say it's one continent. The first one is 4.9 square miles, which is 1.89 million square miles slabs of continental crust that's distinct from Australia. So I guess it's something that with our new technology from science, we weren't able to see in the past that they're able to see now. But here's, yeah. here's how I, I like to hear things. Ready? You know how we're always finding things out last? Like, you know, they'll say, well, we right. figured this out like 20, 30 years ago. Well, right. apparently this happened 10 years ago when they figured it out. And they're just now coming out and saying, hey, guess what? We found out 10 years ago. <laughs> so wow, uh, it's, I know, right? It's something new and uh, it's pretty exciting. So for all you guys and gals out there that likes uh geological stuff or geography or whatever, you can find it on ScienceAlert.com. It's an uh, article uh, by uh, David or Dave Mosher from Business Insider. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. But uh, I guess a quick that's our fun fact of the day. I guess you could say. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, for, yeah, pretty cool. Now something else that I now know that I didn't know that they found out ten years ago. So there you
2: go. <laughs> did did, did um, they say anything about like is, is it like inhabited? Like, is, it, is there animals on it? Like, I mean, is there it's life? Inhabited by, um,
1: it's inhabited by walkers and white walkers. So, you nice. know, pretty uh, nice. all right. Yeah, there you Neat. go. Okay. <laughs> So that's all you great. Walking dead and Game of Thrones fans, they do exist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're stuck on the island. Actually they could probably get off. I it'd be tiring, I guess, to walk like um in the sea, like on the bottom of the, of the ocean floor to to like North America or Japan or
1: Russia. Yeah. Well apparently since um there's a you know, they figured that there's a frog on the hole in the bottom of the sea on a log... Uh, Jack Hmm. was able to get him off the island, and he's gone back to get everybody else off the island. So, Padum Ching, that's my last comment for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, okay, Game of Thrones. We uh, made that segue with the White Walkers. Yeah. So, I know Nita and I fell in love with Game of Thrones uh, a couple years ago. I've been avid watchers. Anytime we have had time to watch it, we've made the time. So, time has been mentioned Plenty of times. Um, and <laughs> So much time. <laughs> so much, yeah, <laughs> so much time. <laughs> it is so much time. Um, so much time. Uh, so I, I read this article earlier. It's from OuterPlaces.com uh, by Johnny Brayson. Uh, there, it talks about HBO that gives an update on a possible Game of Thrones spinoff. And we talked a little bit about this on the phone earlier. And with the excitement building up for the next season – to the last season before uh they're they're talking about doing a possible spinoff for the game of thrones tv show and i had some concerns and also some insight of what i believed it could possibly be but what is what is your take on this nita like do you think that this is an actual thing hbo is going to do and if so why
2: i mean that's a good question it's you know i mean there's there's so many they're bringing back so many you know t v shows uh you know with spin offs and and you know reboots and and stuff like that you know like i heard that they're bringing mm-hmm. back firefly um Gosh. uh you know they're they're doing the spin off of uh Sons of anarchy um mm-hmm. and you know sometimes they just some- they're really they're like fifty they're fifty fifty like they could go either way, um, you know. Game of Thrones is such... kind of like
1: the bathrooms in Target,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, no, more like Walmart. Um, well, no, oh, they yeah. bad in general. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 really. I mean, okay, so you've had so you have Game of Thrones, which is a really really big hit and so many fans all over the world. I mean, if you were to do a spin-off of that, I mean, now you've got Westworld which has become a big hit, not as big as Game of Thrones, but it's it's pretty good. Um I I just if if they do do a spin-off, I said do do, but if they do do a spin-off, <laughs> um it has to be bigger than Game of Thrones. Like how you would have to top what you put into this show. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, they would have to really bring their a game. I mean, they've already brought their a game and they, they got to bring, they got to bring 110% to this one. Now, as far as what I would want to see possibilities are endless. You know, um, I know we talked about it, you know, like the Stark family, um, you know, uh, a prequel about the Mad King. Now that would interest me like how that all came about. Um, because right Right. now this season, we're pretty much, yeah, we're pretty much caught up on the books, right? Like I personally, I'll admit, I've never read the books. Um, but I mean, I, I will eventually, but I mean, when I have the time, but, uh, we're, we're caught up and, you know, this is the last season, which is very sad. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, what what would you like to see, honestly?
1: You know, um, I think you're, you're absolutely right. I think it's going to definitely be something that they're going to have to go overboard with. Uh, the creators and writers for the show have to absolutely dive into it. And maybe this is an opportunity for them to get back on track with the books, you know, and fill in some gaps here and there where they may have, missed or may have wanted to go back and do or maybe there was a prequel like we talked about and I would be more so invested in that uh, just because I want to see the story of Ned Stark and right. have the the story of the Mad King and how the Targaryens ruled leading up to the rebellion. You know, That would just make sense. I could right. see it being a possible three to five season tour for Game of Thrones yet again and leading up to that. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, you said the Stark family. I know we talked about that, too, and I I, I think that would be an awesome thing. And even bringing Sean Bean maybe into the mix uh, in that series as well. He was one of the most beloved characters and still is to this date, and it's unfortunate that he dies early and everything, and it would give him an opportunity to not die. Uh, in right? That guy, I swear though. to God. I just, I don't know, <laughs> you
2: know, in the, I have, I, you know, these are things that I think about. I think about very weird things sometimes. And I always wondered why is it in his contracts? I mean, like, I mean, he must be (laughs) tired of doing these movies where he's just like, okay, well, I'm only going to be lasting like, you know, the first, you know, 15 to 20 minutes or an episode, you know, um, of a movie or a TV show because I'm going to get killed off. Like, I mean, it's like a running joke, like everybody, I mean, there are a couple movies where he, I mean, he did survive Silent Hill, you know. Yes, he did, I don't know how, but
1: of all the movies he could be killed in, like he survived that. Like he couldn't survive Um, Game of Thrones, which we understand, he couldn't survive Ronin with Robert De Niro, I, I get that. Right. But, you know, and he couldn't even survive in Lord of the Rings, which, I mean, if a freaking... Hobbit can survive. How the hell did he not live on that? But, you know, I would like to see him actually be alive for once because he's a great actor. He really is. And the guy, is. Know, him, him and Michelle Rodriguez, who I'm like 99% sure probably will die in the next Fast and Furious. I don't know how, but she might. Um, they have died in almost everything they've ever been in, and it's just completely mind-blowing as to why. Because they're, you know, great actors. And I would love to see him in a Game of Thrones reboot and uh, just kind of see where he goes from. But, I mean, like, why why do you think that they're doing it? Do you think they're milking Game of Thrones a little bit? Or, you know, they, they, they're they still passionate and want to do something on the side and, and kind of get away from the story that they're so, in. like, in death to? I mean, oftentimes we see TV shows that have done so well that they do these little spins. Right. And 90% of the time they're not good with the exception of you know breaking bad and better better call Saul.
2: Right. I mean, it's it's I think it, I mean there's you know there's a lot of pieces to this. You know, um, you know, the, you got to think about okay, so these most of these actors have been on this show for years. And right. because of that it's either, you know, helped their career, um, you know, they you know, getting movie deals over here, TV shows over here, uh, Netflix originals over here, you know, and, and, and most of them, you know, want to, you know, explore other opportunities, which I totally, I get it, you know? Um, But the thing is, is that there's so, I mean, it's, it's a very high rated show for HBO and, you know, and, and, and then, you know, I mean, what do you What do you do when you have such a high rated show? You keep on going. I mean, look at Supernatural. Supernatural's been on for years.
0: You know, I mean,
2: and it's and it because the they're same. fans. Yeah, I mean, right? It's, yeah, it's like South Park. Those kids never grow up. Um, and they even South do. Park. South Park has been been on for years. Like, I mean, it's it's we. You know, we the people. We we make those shows. You know, I mean, not make right. them, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, we, we're passionate about watching these shows and people yeah. get excited. You know, people are like, no, no, I'm not going to the club tonight. Cause I got to watch game of Thrones. Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, thank God for DVR <laughs> now, true. but you know, but it, but it's true. You know, I mean, and, and because I remember back when I was a kid, like, you know, watching the Cosby show or different strokes or, you know, whatever, and I would plan out my week. Like, that's all I did was watch TV and movies. I was dedicated to that. Um, yeah. I, and, I, I, and I think it's, you know, it's it's coming around. Like, home entertainment is where it's at. You know, you don't see, yeah. I mean, sadly, you don't see very many people going to the movies anymore because everything is streaming. And that's sad. Um Right, But, uh, you know, and that's why, you know, ticket prices are so high and, and, you know, concession stands, you know, it costs you like 60 to 80 bucks to go on a date now, you know? Um, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just, they just make so much money, you know? And it's, it really is, you know, it is, there's just a lot, you know, like I said, like a lot of pieces to it. Um. And 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 also, you have to have a lot of content. You have to have enough content to make a full season, you know. Yeah. And then do. after that really season, do. and then after right, I, I'm sorry. And then right after that season, you have it, you, do you continue? Do you not? Do you just end it? Like, is it closure? You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I really want to say that it could be closure, but you know, my my perception of them wanting to do a show. I don't know if it's pressure from HBO and I'll get into that in a second. I want to say that it's, it's for the love and the passion of what they're doing, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I'm not really, I, I'm not really sure if that's what it is or if it's the pressure of HBO and I'll dive in that now. Um, I think that basically, I think, if it's from Game of Thrones, and, or I'm sorry, from HBO, Game of Thrones is feeling, feeling the heat, you know, and and the pressure of them losing their actors. You know, so many of them have gone on to do some of these big shows on Netflix. Um, they're being poached. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, if that's the case, maybe they're feeling that pressure. I, I, I don't know. You have Rob Stark doing Medici, uh, a Netflix original a huge show, um, you know, and then... On top of that, you have Cal Drago leaving, you know, and Jason Momoa and doing Frontier on Netflix. Aquaman. Amazing show. And Aquaman. Oh, exactly. Frontier, yeah. And, that,
2: mm-hmm. and Aquaman. Yeah, Frontier.
1: And Aquaman. So he's making a name for himself. And then you have Arya Stark, who is now in the Netflix original. And I, I forgive me for not remembering the name off the top of my head. I believe it's Io or Omi or something. I think
2: it's iBoy.
1: iBoy, there you go. Um, at first I thought it was something sponsored by Apple, but, you know, who knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, I feel like there's some pressure with that. I feel like every time they kill someone off, they go out and they do something huge. And and it makes me also think, is Arya Stark going to die because she's out there doing a Netflix original TV show, or not really TV, but streaming show. And you're saying the same thing that I, I agree with. You know, we live in a time and age where TV is secondhand, where TV channels actually are selling apps that so you pay for it on a monthly basis to stream live TV or you can download it to your devices. You know, you have athletes and actors who publicly say after a game or a movie, look, I can't do interviews right now. I need to get home because Game of Thrones or Westworld starts in literally an hour, and I have to get home. And, uh, you know, so it's It's a different time and it's unfortunate in some being, and I agree the movie industry is hurting because you know of the fact that you know we don't have as many people going out, which is I guess we're being spoiled at the same time because now they're recognizing, hey, instead of George Clooney coming out with some hit about cancer five six years ago, let's do something we know they're all going to want to watch in Star Wars and these mega billion dollar industries and star wars and and uh, you know, superheroes, which is everybody loves those. So let's let's bam, let's do those. Um mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, maybe that's but that's why too, I don't know. But you know, I, I feel like this new spin off, whatever it may be, um, you know, I, I'm I'm excited because as a fan of Game of Thrones, and I think you would feel the same way too about any any show we all do. You know, right. we don't want it to end. We want it to end good, but we don't want it to end. So is it going to be something that we will be happy and enjoy or is it going to be something that we're going to look back and cringe upon, you know what I mean?
2: Right. Right. No, I I totally agree. I think I think it's you know, you don't you don't really want it to you you just you don't want it to end where you're just it's like like we were talking about you want the closure but you want it to end on a good note like you want it you want it to be like okay all right that was great you know you don't want to be like you don't want it to end and you just be like what the hell like what what there were so many questions i had like they didn't answer anything like i don't understand because i those those type of endings piss me off they they just do um because you know it's it's gone it's ended there's what are you going to do you know um I'm curious on how like Westworld uh like how how many seasons they're going to go for. I think they're signed on for I want to say, no quote me on this, but I want to say maybe one or two more seasons. I'm not sh- I'm not too sure, but uh, have you watched Westworld?
1: I have. I have. I've I've watched uh, actually the entire first uh season. And uh oh. from what I've done research on, I know I spoke about this before um and I think some of our listeners may or may not know still, is that they actually filmed that like four years ago. If I, if I remember correctly, like two to four years ago. Mm-hmm. And they wrote the um, the actual script for Westworld before that. So they actually, they've already come out and said they have like three seasons worth of content that they've filmed already. So right. I, I believe that, HBO is taking a new direction and investing in these big dollar uh, possible sagas or series earlier and making sure they're great quality, making sure they're put out in a timely manner and making sure that they're also done with a passion behind them, which is what made uh, HBO so great is the passion behind the, you know, the actual, uh, you know, series that they put out, you know. and Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, Anthony Hopkins being so epic of an actor and, cho- you know, choosy in what he does, you know, him himself signing on for the role that he's in as one of the main protagonists definitely speaks wonders because, I mean, how many years have we seen him not being something and between an epic hit until now? You know, he was Silence of the Lambs and now he's back out in Westworld in one of the biggest. Um, TV shows out there, and it's for HBO. Now the numbers aren't there all the way, and we get it. But it is HBO? You pay for it, and then there's family, you know, concerns and all that because you know it's HBO. But the quality of uh-huh. HBO is what it is. It's home box office, and it's a reason for it, and it's a reason why HBO had uh, numbers in the top 25 and even the top 10 epic TV shows of all time, let alone 2016. So Westworld, if you haven't checked it out, if you haven't watched it all, I would definitely say, hey, check it out, watch it. It's awesome. If you have a PlayStation, PlayStation View, get HBO on there, HBO Now, HBO Go, and check it out because it's it's an awesome uh, TV show, and uh, they have a lot of content with it, and so it's going to be a great replacement with that as well. But, you know, going back into Game of Thrones, uh, this upcoming season, There's a lot of pros, there's a lot of cons, there's a lot of excitement about it, because I know you and I are huge fans. I think we've always been fans of, you know, Daenerys Targaryen. And uh, I know that we're also fans of Jon Snow. You know, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, (laughs) But uh, I think we finally get to see what we, you and I have been anticipating for years now, and that is the two of them meeting and... Fighting together against each other, or Daenerys Targaryen trying to take the throne and her dragons, or dragons. So, uh, what is the the one thing that you're looking forward to the most in this next season?
2: Ooh, um, it, it's definitely going to be a battle. I mean, it's going to be survival of the fittest. I, 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 okay, to me, I would like to see Jon and. And uh, the Queen of Dragons possibly rule together, but I know there could probably be only one winner. But can I mean can there be two? Who knows? I don't know. I didn't read the book, yeah. so I'm I'm not too sure. <laughs> so, um, right. But well, I know, would definitely. Like, I mean, <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
2: well, I know um, that we know
1: from um, like like from our past experience of the show you know Targaryens are supposed to marry Targaryens and he is Targaryen so can they roll together i mean is that a possibility that you think that they the writers would want to do i mean i don't know that
2: i mean honestly i just want to see dragons kick ass dude i mean i've been waiting i've been waiting all these seasons and i've also been waiting i, I cuz we didn't really get to see that many that much of the white walkers really except for the, you know, oh, it's so sad. I don't even like to say it
1: (laughs) (laughs) with one of our favorite
2: characters dying. um,
1: Right. You know, uh,
2: you know, that was the really the only other time that we, we got to see white walkers. Like I, you know, I want to, I want to see what's, what's going on with that. I I think it's just, like I said, it's just going to be a big, huge brawl out. Yeah. but I, I definitely I definitely would like to see the Stark family reunite and, and take back, you know, Winterfell. Like, I, I, I do. Um, that's definitely, but I feel like that's going to happen anyway. Um, but, uh, right. yeah. No, I'm excited. June can't come, or is it June? June or July. It's summer,
1: right? June or July. Yeah, I hope yeah. it's June, because June. I mean, it
2: can't come fast enough, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think that uh, this next season is going to be awesome. I'm excited to see the second coming of the, uh, you know, King of the North, and of course being able to see Daenerys Targaryen uh, take power as she really should have and has always been right. fighting for. Her. So, anyways, uh, you know, I think Game of Thrones has got some epic things coming out this year. I'm excited about it. I'm upset about it um at the same time as well because I feel like it could have done better uh, as far as the amount of episodes um that they would put out for this next season. So that's a little bit of a hurtful thing. But if you want to join us and call in uh and give your opinion our uh, phone number is one six four six seven eight seven eight four nine one. It's one six four six seven eight seven eight four nine one. And we actually have a caller on now so let's uh Go ahead and log them on. Welcome to the JK Podcast. What's your name? Where are you from?
0: Hey, uh, name's Ryan. Um, I am, uh, you know, George of just like you guys.
1: Welcome um, to the JK Podcast.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I am haven't watched all of the show yet. I'm still getting through it, but I've read all the books. Okay. And I, I okay. think the biggest reason that these shows draw people in and why these actors are flocking to it is that the episode-by-episode the, the episode art that uh, used to be the TV show, you know, like The Cosby Show, like Different Strokes, these old shows that everyone used to watch, doesn't work anymore. People don't want to wait week to week. And that's why plays right. like Netflix and HBO are so appealing. Because right. you can sit down and binge watch an entire season. hmm Exactly. And also, exactly. you have to look at the cost of it. These things film in four weeks. They film the whole season. And then the actors can do whatever yeah. they want. That's why, like, uh, you know, Arya Stark doing, a, you know, her own Netflix show isn't going to affect Game of Thrones. Right.
1: Right. I think monetarily um, you're correct about that for sure. But what is what is your opinion of the next season coming out? Uh, what What is it that uh, what excites you the most about it?
0: Well, it's in the title. The name of the series is A Song of Fire and Ice. The real story is about the White Walkers and the dragons. And I think the, yep. the most epic part of that series is finally getting to that point where we're going to see some dragons kick the crap out of some White Walkers.
1: Yes! <laughs> what am I <was> waiting for? <laughs>
0: I love it. I love
1: it. I like this. And, and for you listeners out there, this is actually, he's our first caller uh, calling in. And thank you, Ryan, Absolutely. Um, and we'll keep you on here for a little bit longer because we have another opinion to grab from you uh as far as our next topic yeah, that sure. we're about to dive into um but uh you know i, I think you're right that is and excited you could hear Nita's voice there, she got all excited, and it doesn't take much for you to excite <laughs> Nita
0: but nope. you know, when you do it's yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it's there, so um, you know our next topic well, i mean that what, we I were, mean that is- talk.
0: That is the essence of what Game of Thrones is. I mean, you can say what you want about the rest of the political intrigue, but that is what the right. essence of the show is. The real story is the absolutely. dragons and at the wall. That's it's the song of okay. fire and ice. You know, so absolutely. Fine.
1: Now, Ryan, are you a, a big uh, a big fan of Avatar?
0: I love Avatar. I will watch anything James Cameron does. That guy is just gold. Nice. Okay.
1: Okay. So, of course, our next topic we we're going to talk about in short um, is the Disney parks coming out, and of course, we're all big Star Wars fans. We're excited for the park they're opening up in Orlando um, in 2019, which is fitting because that's supposed to be the last or the next year for the next movie. Um, but Disney this May, I believe it's May 27th of 2016, this or 2017 rather, this year they're opening up at the Animal Kingdom their avatar-themed world called Pandora. Now, is that something that, uh, you know, that you would be excited about, to be able to go see, you know, as part of the Banshee Expeditions?
0: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? That would be a blast. I mean, to to do some kind of roller coaster in the vein of Spider-Man or something, where you're flying around, but instead of slinging around uh, as Spider-Man, you're doing, you know... The Banshee, you know, you know, weaving in between the uh, Unobtainium Mountains. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I would mm-hmm. be totally on board for that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think it'd be uh, a, a huge uh, thing. I, I'm shocked that Disney is uh, diving so deep into these uh, film industries as a theme park. And I'm excited because it's something that's refreshing. It's new for Disney, but then also for the fans of Modern Era. You know, we don't have to be forced down the throat of Pocahontas and stuff, even though I know some people that would like that. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know, as far as it opening up in Orlando first, Nita and I actually talked about this a little bit earlier um, when we were going over some topics. Nita, why do you think that they're doing this in Orlando versus out in Anaheim first?
2: Well, I mean, when we were talking about it, it was—it's more, more or less like more, more families go to at least over here on the East Coast. They go, you know, to Disney World because um, you know, it's it's you got it. It says it all, you know. It's Disney World. You have a wide array of places to go. Epcot, you know, you got Universal Studios down there, um, you know, and it's in Florida. Uh the reason why they're probably making it there is because of land. Um mm-hmm. you know, Anaheim, you know, Disneyland. is it, it's it's big but it's not that you know, it's not that big. Um I know they they just shut uh the Tower of Terror. Huh? <laughs> what did you just say? No. <laughs> <I see laughs> oh, stop. <then. laughs> um, that's what she said. Um All right. <laughs> the, uh, they shut down the Tower of Terror. Um, which was ultimately, um, you know, because I'm from L.A., I used to go to Disneyland all the time. I love that place. Um, you know, for the new Guardians ride, uh, I mean, they're just, you know, they're just running out of room. So they have, right. you know, they have so much more, you know, space down in, in Disney World to expand and, you know, to make these these new, um, you know, these new, you know, little, parks or whatever, uh, rides or whatnot. So I think it's, I think it's going to be awesome. I really, I, I have yet to go and I've been trying to plan like every year, it just never works out, but I still need to go to, uh, the Harry Potter, um, Hogwarts world thing. I definitely want to go check that out. Ryan, have you, have you been to Disney world or Disneyland? Like, recently uh, yeah. or in years?
0: Uh, It's been probably four or five years now. My wife and I used to live down in Florida, and uh, mm. great cheap season passes, by the way, when you're a Florida resident. hundred bucks, you go all year long. It's awesome. Wow. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we used to go all the time. I mean, every, you know, every other weekend or so when we were down there. And, you know, the, the great thing about Orlando over Anaheim is, is exactly what you said, Nita, is the space. I mean, Orlando is... You know the parks are actually about thirty minutes outside of Orlando in a swamp, and and Disney just completely revitalized the land and made it their own. So if they want to add stuff, they own you know twenty thousand acres out there. They can do whatever they want. Uh-huh. So and you know when, when right. you think Disney, you don't think Anaheim anymore. People, I mean that's that's a you know it's like Legoland out there. It's it's a cool thing to do, but it's not what you think when you think Disney. Anymore. It's you know Orlando's where you think so. I mean, right? Yeah, but I mean, I you know, Disney say what you want about the company, but you know, in the past five or six years, ever since they acquired Star Wars, they've really made their move as a company for not just kids, but for adults. I mean, you look at something like the Marvel franchise, you look at Star Wars; right. these are not kid movies, you know. And I mean, they've done right. a really good job of keeping yeah. their their kid stuff and their adult stuff, you know, concise with their audiences and. You know, I mean, you know, I, Guardians. I mean, as much as we love Tower of Terror, which is going to be a bigger name draw, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. You know. So. Exactly. And they're not a stupid company. Right there, they're going to do what the, they need
0: to do to survive.
1: Absolutely, I, I agree, and especially with the Disney family not really at the helm of things now. Um, you know, they have to make these choices for the fans and for the modern, uh, you know, vacation goer, if you would, or park goer. And uh, I guess, you know, I I love Six Flags. It's a close hometown type thing. But at the same point, it's not as exciting to me as a Disney or Universal because when you go to those things for years and years and years and then you come back and you go to the first time to a park like Six Flags, it's not as exciting. It's not as exuberant as a Disney or Universal. So I agree wholeheartedly. You're uh, 100% right about
0: that. And I'll tell you what makes the difference is the showmanship. When you go to a Disney park, you're immersed in that culture. You know, they have people in costumes walking up and down the line acting like, you know, uh, Aladdin and Princess Jasmine and the different people from these, from these rides. You know, when, when you go to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, there's going to be people, people dressed up as Star-Lord and Gamora, right. and they're going to be walking up and down the line, and they're going to keep you involved and enriched in the culture. And that's the thing that Disney does really well is the showmanship. i mean it is a culture, and you're immersed in it from the moment you enter those parks to the moment you get out
2: right no i, to- exactly. I totally agree exactly. I totally agree and 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 they are not lying when it's when when they say it's the happiest place on on earth i mean it, it really oh, no. is i never i never even even standing in line like not even getting fast passes like i i don't I don't mind. I don't mind, right. like, I, you know, I, I'm I, there right. with a, a smile on my person. face, it's great, people watching, everybody's there for the same thing, I mean, it's great, right. everybody's having a good time, and, and, I mean, it's great.
1: Oh, I'll push a handicapped person in a wheelchair to get to the front line any day, we all talk about standing <laughs> in line, <waiting. laughs> I
2: know,
1: <laughs> now, I will if I have a turkey leg and I need to eat it, you know, or a beer or something, but, you know, I'll find an elderly person and they don't know. They don't know. But luckily for me, my grandfather has gone 87 times coming up this, uh, the end of this month uh, and and going into March. He's gone 87 times in his lifetime, and he is getting up there in age. He's in his 80s, and he continues, and he's actually planning on going at least two to three more times this year. So that's amazing. Ryan, thank you for the phone call. We'll definitely look forward to speaking to you further and uh, getting some more insight. And uh, I know we've talked a little bit on the side because he's actually a good friend of mine and appreciate the phone call. So hopefully we look forward to seeing you on Sunday, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um I'm sorry I couldn't stick around longer. I'm I'm actually at work. I'm on break right now, but um yeah, I mean, love uh, the podcast been listening. Uh, I haven't I'm not going to lie, I haven't listened to all of them, but cuz I mean, I'm crazy sauce busy, but I've been, I've listened to a couple and I love it. So, and any time, I'm always, you know me, man. I'm big 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 geek. So, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we
1: appreciate you coming on. We look forward to Hearing you and having you come on further, man. Have a good night, man.
0: You too, guys. Thanks for having Thank you.
1: So Awesome, awesome. So we got a little insight from one of uh, a new listener now and then a possible come-on-the-show type person as well. I know we talked a little bit about that. Uh, going into our next topic, uh, Nita and I talked a little bit about earlier today, something that uh, we're all excited about, we'll spend a few minutes on, top movies coming out in 2018 and 2017. So... Nita, uh leave it off. I know you had a list of things that you sent me earlier that you were excited about.
2: Yeah, um, this year is is, is gonna be interesting. Not as interesting as twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen is going to be the year of the superhero movies, for sure. Um there are right. there are a couple this year, uh, that are coming out, like Thor, uh Wonder Woman, uh Justice League. Um, so it's it's definitely mm-hmm. gonna be, you know, um, you know, we're all looking forward to that Spider-Man um, But I am definitely, definitely Excited I, I couldn't, I will probably be I. You know what, I haven't gone to Like, you know how they have uh, The premieres like on Thursday uh, Thursday night before right. they release On Friday I will be uh-huh. probably there on Thursday I have not gone to one of these In years, but I will be there I'll be the first one there but um, later on this year, toward <clears throat> toward the end of the year, Blade Runner uh, 2049 will be out. Blade Runner is my awesome. number one top movie, favorite movie of all time. Love Harrison Ford. Do you Ford think now. they'll
1: have Harrison Ford? Do you think he'll be a, like a little cameo appearance in there?
2: No, he's actually filming. Him and Ryan Gosling are in it.
1: Oh, wow. Well, Ryan Gosling's in it. It's got to be a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, Ryan Gosling.
2: Um, no, I, it's, 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 I think it's going to be great. Um, I, I, I love Ridley Scott. Um, I, I love his films. Uh, you know, Legend was one of my other favorite films. Uh, you, have you seen Legend?
1: Not in the, in a long time, but that is, you're right. That is an epic film. Um, I think that, uh, I think, um, that, that they picked a great person for the role because Ryan Gosling is very passionate in what he does. And when he does something, it, it's usually done very well. Even in the, right. um, what was it called? the That movie that came out about the economy a few years back, The Big Short, he played a, uh, a another role in that movie. And he did such a great job. It sold very much so into the actual series. Um, right. One movie that I'm excited about in 2018, actually I'll throw two out there, he said, "Superhero, um, Black Panther, is one just because right. the suit looks epic, and uh, yes. the Predator. I think that's going to be awesome. Alien versus Predator, the Predator coming out at the beginning of the year as well. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, those yeah, If you're looking at this year, I think probably my top three is the Star Wars film." Uh, the one that they're supposedly going to be releasing this year, and, I hope, and I'm hoping—I'm pretty sure they will. It's the the next of the uh, Star Wars saga films, um, and then Pirates of the Caribbean four, and uh, the reboot of the Mummy. Just because I'm curious to see. I mean, Guardians, yeah, we're all excited for that volume two, and I'm sure they'll show the next Star Wars, uh, you know, trailer there. But the Mummy, just because I want to see if it's going to be the like the style of the mummy of old where it was comical and adventurous, or is it gonna be like a Christopher Nolan mummy where it's dark and serious?
2: See, I like dark and serious. I don't I don't mind comical, you know, adventure, you know, that's great and all, but I think it's time to go back to, you know, dark mm-hmm. and mysterious and we're due we're due for one of those kind of mummy films. Because, I mean, when you watch The so. Mummy with Brendan Fraser, like, I wasn't, you know, you don't, you're, you're not scared. I mean, he's, you know, he's one of the universal, um, you know, monsters, you know. The Mummy is supposed to be scary. Right. And I, I hope that they bring that to this one that's being released this year for sure.
1: And actually, I was just counting on my fingers. Um, I, I think it's actually, it's. Pirates of the Carrier, it's the fifth one, I believe, now. I know they have, like, God, there's so many of them, and it's been so long. Now, uh, the fifth one, and then, of course, the epicness of The Last Jedi and the red letters of the film for Star Wars. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be something that uh, um, that will definitely take, I think, precedent for the end of this year, if anything. And, actually, I've been wanting to see this. I might see this here in the next few days. John Wick, John Wick 2 um, I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of funny memes going out there about his dog living versus him and how great of a movie that would be. Right. And all that. Oh, that little short um, film is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Great. Hats off to the creators. For that, that was just comical and awesome. Um, but Kong skull Island, I think is going to be pretty epic too. It looks pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Especially with I, I think Ryan. right. Right. I, you know, I've always liked the original King Kong movies. Um, you know, going back, uh, you know, to Jessica Lange and even even going way back to the black and white. I mean, it's, it's just such a great, it's just a great film. Um, although, I, I'd like to get your opinion on something, though. And I know that there's been articles out there um, about this. And I, like, I have an opinion about it, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence now. Ghost in the Shell is coming out this year, and actually in the next couple months, and a lot of people are, you know, are, you know, up in arms about it as that they did not cast an Asian as Major. Um, you know, it's played by Scarlett Johansson. What? How do you feel about that? Like, they're they're really, it's very stereotypical that there's great Asian. You know actresses out there that could have been that could have taken this role, do you think they just got Scarlet because you know she's a big draw or well, i mean I mean what, I do, you, what if, do you what do you what do you think you
1: do, well first, I think if you do an Asian, you have to definitely cast uh either Lucy Lou or you bring the host of Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I think Lucy Lee would be the best fit. Uh, if any, if anything, it'd be nice to see her back in a big role. Um, but you know, I think you, I think you hit something that's a sensitive topic too. You know, we live in a, uh-huh. such a PC time as far as well. I don't want to say PC. We live in such an accommodating time. There you go, where we try to accommodate everybody's opinions, and it's not a bad thing. It's it can be a good thing, especially in the film industry. Um, right, you know and I think the times that it is very touchy is when we start to question and try to change something that has been the same for 80 years or for mm-hmm. so many years you know but I think you're right I think the reason why they cast Scarlett Johansson is three reasons um, she's a big draw um, she's pretty much a, um, an eye driver. I mean, just put put it straight, she's a sex-opinionated, you know, point. Um, there's so many fans of her that they're going to bring her in, you know what I mean? And they're going to have her on the show because she is a sexy actress and they know that men and women are going to want to watch her because of her looks. And then the third reason is because it's another big name for a big title.
2: Um, right.
1: You know, I, I, I believe that's the reason why she's in the Avengers as uh, the Black Widow, or you know, and and uh, having her in in those, you know, because I, I think originally that she wasn't going to be the main role, but then when she expressed her interest in it, they were like, well, screw this other person, Scarlett Johansson wants to be in this film, sex appeal, big name, big draw, let's add her to that, and I think that's right. probably what they're doing now, is that they're hoping that that will bring some of the Avenger fans even to that role as well in watching that film. But I have something else. Right. To actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, before we dive into our final topic of the night, um, there's uh, a, a couple of films that actually, there was one that I wanted to talk about and, uh, or actually one particular, and I'm looking for it now. Let me see here. Tomb Raider. It's coming yes. back out in twenty eighteen, beginning yes. of the year as Laura Croft. Do you right. think that um, do you think this is gonna be a big film?
2: Ah <sighs> so okay, so here okay, so here's my opinion on it. It's you know, it's a reboot slash prequel. Okay. Right. Um, you know, they, I, I did not mind the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders, you know, they try to make her like the cookie cutter from the video games, you know, with, with the boobs and the, you know, the outfit and everything like that. I, I get it. And, and, you right. know, she played a good Lara Croft. I, that's great. They were entertaining. They were not, uh, you know, big office draws, um, you know and 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 i'm sure we've talked about this before you know it's very very hard to make a video game to movie um and make it a a big blockbuster you know um it it's hard it's it's because there's so many aspects to it you know you you want to please everybody right. but you can't um Absolutely. i think i think this isn't going to be the sexy Laura Croft, you know, you know, curvy, you know, body type of thing, where you know your eyes are just drawn to, oh, that's Laura Croft, you know, whatever. I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's it's a prequel. I think it's going to be more or less, you know, her getting into, you know, going on her excursions, you know, getting into, you know, tomb raiding, you because it's a, you know, slash prequel. Um, I think that's more interesting I don't think it's going to be a blockbuster but I do think I will watch it and be like okay I'm satisfied with that if they do it right now when they rebooted Tomb Raider as a video game uh, I enjoyed it I love it I recommend it at work it's great everybody who plays it loves it Um, Mm -hmm. because it's real it feels real right you, you know what i'm saying like it feels real you yeah. don't you don't care what she looks like you don't you just don't care and that's what most of the the old tomb raider games were it's like you you cared about what she looked like that's not it you know right, i care right. about you well, know about, the character
1: right yeah the character i think is the main i think that's the biggest the biggest thing with tomb raider is the story and the character not even the the right. supporting characters. It's just the path that Laura Croft takes. And it's also, like we were talking about, you know, uh, com- uh, I'm sorry, accommodating times. It's it's a woman in a lead role and a power role.
0: Right.
1: And uh, it speaks volumes for the movie industry, too. Now, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Did you ever read the books, A Wrinkle in Time?
2: Oh, my God. Years ago, when I was like in junior high, <laughs> and if you were to stay ask here, me what it was here. about, I could not tell you, but I did have to read it like as a um as homework, you know
1: yep,, so. me too. and I have them all, so if you ever want to borrow them, I'll dig them out of a box somewhere and bring them to oh, you oh cool, but also uh just so you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, um they're making that movie, and it's supposed to come out at the beginning of twenty eighteen. And here's the kicker. This is just some of the people that's starring in this movie, okay? Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, uh, Zach Galifianakis, Mike, uh, Michael Pena or Pena, Michael Pena, Mitty Kaling, and Oprah Winfrey is going to be in this movie. Wow. Okay. So some A-listing actors and actresses coming to play this epic beloved tale from the books. And I, is this going to, I feel like this is another twilight type thing um, where they bring a book to life. And it probably, I think it would be better than twilight. Um, maybe like a series of unfortunate events, maybe even, but uh, I'm excited about that particular movie. Um, I'll just scroll into the list and I saw that. Uh, but I guess we have a few minutes left and We'll dive into one last little topic that we were talking about earlier, uh, that kind of gets our, you know, listeners excited about, um, and that is the fact of. Let me pull this up. Is uh, Carrie Fisher? You know, she she talked about um, her passing prior to her passing back in the day and wanting to be honored at the Oscars by Harrison Ford by singing their famous Wookiee song that they sang together back in the day. Um, Do you think Harrison Ford has the canugas enough to do that? Look,
0: I, I, I mean, okay,
2: I, I, my thing is, is, that you know, because I don't, I don't know exactly like what kind of relationship you know Harrison and and Carrie had. You know, I didn't know if they were very close, um, you know, or or whatnot. Um If they were, um, I would. I mean, you know, if if <clears throat> if someone asked me to do it and I was close, you know, with that person, I wouldn't care if I was doing it in front of the entire world, which the Oscars are. Broadcasted throughout the entire world, um, I would do it. I wouldn't even care if I made a fool out of myself. I would do it to honor that person. Yeah. And I, for Harrison to not do it, I don't know. I mean, it's it. it Did we get a lot of hate? I don't know. He 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 probably yeah. I. That's really hard, you know, because it's Harrison Ford. Like, you just can't hate him, but that, that would be disappointing, I think, if anything. It would be very disappointing yeah. if he if didn't do it.
1: Um, I think he would get a very loud ovation for going up on stage, and if he did it, even louder leaving. If he didn't, a very underwhelming exit, if anything. So, I right. think she deserves it, though. I mean, Carrie Fisher I think, always I think she does, buoyant, too. I, under- I
2: think she, she totally does, too, and... But you know, it also it's it's maybe not his choice either. You know, it could be the academy. You know, maybe they don't have time for it. Maybe they don't. You know, um,
1: right? Because they well, only they you know money. they only
2: get a certain amount of time to you know talk and and everything and you know the teleprompters and everything. Right. I mean, they they've only got a certain amount. And I mean, if if they have time to write it, because everything is written right before the show like they they write the jokes they write you know the everything everything is on the teleprompter so if if they they put it in more power to them but i really do deep down i I think she deserves it one last hurrah for her you know
1: absolutely i hope they do it just to see just to be able to see that one last hurrah for her like you were saying um and he'd be and, a uh, lot mu he'd be a lot more cooler if he did. <laughs> yeah, he would dude be the coolest motherfucker on the planet for at least a week, I would say that. But uh and as we're coming to a close now on the podcast, uh I think we had some pretty hot topics tonight. Thank you, Nita, for joining us. It was awesome being able to do this again with you. Oh
2: yeah, no problem.
1: Um You know, Kyle, our hearts are out there with you and Shelby and your family and we hope that everything's all right and that everything is taken care of and your family has peace. Um, You can find us, ladies and gentlemen, on iTunes at JK Podcast, or you can find us on blogtalkradio.com backslash JK Podcast, on Facebook and Twitter, on the search bar at JK Podcast 101. We hope that you loved and enjoyed this podcast, Episode 9, The Reunion, and The Filler of Things. And we hope you join us again Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you again for listening, and thank you, Nita, for joining us.
2: Yeah, no problem. Anytime, guys.
1: Always on the fly, guys. Thank you.
2: Thanks.